You're listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Alright, it's your man Brett from the skateboarding show. Uh, another solo show here for me just to rant some stuff about some stuff. And this topic, I think I've sort of touched on this before. I just check that's in there properly. Good. I think I've touched on this before, but I want to maybe talk about it some more. So if I'm so, if I'm repeating myself, then apologies. But there it is. Um, I want to touch on this idea that we're sort of. Um, we are sort of lied to by the skateboarding industry. Like, never forget, I've definitely touched on this, I think. Never forget that there are two very distinct elements to skateboarding, I think. There is the skateboarding industry and the skateboarding culture. And those two things are intertwined, for sure, but they are distinct, separate entities. The, uh, the cultural phenomena of skateboarding is very different from the industry that supplies the product and that uh, and that uh, and that sort of in some respects runs skateboarding and in some respects doesn't run skateboarding. So, I want to talk about the idea that skateboarding perpetuates a myth and that myth is that skateboarding is fun. Now that's not to say that it's not true, skateboarding is fun, but it is a little bit more complex than that I think. It could just be me and it could just be my neuroticism so you're welcome to disagree and you're welcome to leave a comment saying anything else. But I think there's a weird contradiction in skateboarding where it is, it can be super fun and it can be a great distraction from getting on with life and getting on with responsibilities and getting on with other stuff that you're supposed to do. But weirdly there comes this sort of contradiction where if you become good at skateboarding then uh, and you get sponsored or become pro and you get a board with your name on it then you kind of have this weird new responsibility to keep being good at skateboarding or if you get good at skateboarding you get sponsored and you become pro then with or without a board which which could which one could argue then you're you're not pro but whatever if you're making a living out of doing skateboarding then you have this weird responsibility to keep being good at skateboarding because uh, you have to keep proving your worth to get free product. So, weirdly, what happens is it might still be fun and it might still be enjoyable, but actually now you have a responsibility. What was once used to get to 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 get out? Well, not to get out, maybe of doing a response, but what was once used as a good distraction from life's responsibilities and life's issues and life's stuff that you have to do whether you like it or not what was once a good distraction now becomes another one of those responsibilities and another one of those things that you have to do 
if you wish to keep up the lifestyle that you've generated by being good at skateboarding. That is, if you believe that skateboarding is a good distraction or is used as a distraction or if you use skateboarding as a distraction from getting on with life stuff. Um, Because it's very easy. So I think perhaps perhaps it's been misinterpreted. Perhaps that's what some of the brands mean. Because as I've said before, that again, there's a sort of weird contradiction that you'll never hear a pro in an interview, most pros in an interview will say skateboarding is about having fun. Uh, and they never talk about the idea that, no, skateboarding is really hard work. And some days when I turn up to a competition or some days when uh, my sponsors are telling me they need the video footage in for the part that I'm supposed to be creating, some days it feels like really hard work and some days it feels like work. And some, day, some days I'd rather not be doing it because I know I've got to go chuck myself down a 15 stair handrail to keep up with everybody otherwise I get dropped from the team. Pros never talk about that stuff because that doesn't sell skateboards. I'd imagine, and I don't know for certain, but I wouldn't even be surprised if maybe they're told by their brands, don't talk about that stuff because it won't sell skateboards. You can't sell a skateboard to somebody based on the idea that this thing that you're about to buy will some days make you hate yourself and some days make you love yourself and some days you'll be left wondering why the hell you're even bothering doing it and other days you'll think it's the best thing ever that you've ever did and the best decision you ever made and both of those statements are true and some some days and again this could just be me I don't know but I question if, if you think that like skateboarding is like proper good fun all the time then I question whether or not you're pushing yourself to develop Uh, and progress in your skateboarding which for me personally is an element of skateboarding that exists and is something that that, again is very rarely talked about and right yeah so people don't talk about the idea of the hard work they have to put in to progress at skateboarding and the hard work they have to put in to keep up a particular level of where they're at in skateboarding because, because again, that doesn't sell skateboards. That doesn't sell the culture of skateboarding. Skateboard companies are just, and this is connected to this, skateboard companies are just as equally guilty of perpetuating an image of perfection. Of a perfect fun lifestyle where you can just go out and have fun with your mates all the time. And you absolutely can do that, especially if you want to just literally and metaphorically cruise around and not try to get any better than where you get to uh, after a certain after a certain while you can just uh, take your foot off the gas and cruise at 50 50 ability level and never get any better um, uh, and that's fine and that's and that's all well and good and there's no rules in skateboarding there's no grade you have to make there's no exam you have to pass, so you can literally do whatever you want. And that might well be a lot of fun for people to get to a certain level and stay there, and that might well be fun. At the same time, dare I say, um, those same people will probably still have to put some work in to maintain that level if they want to stay at that level, because people get older. Uh, 
uh, and and you'd probably still have to make a conscious decision to go out skateboarding uh, and find time to go skateboarding because skateboarding as a skill requires you to practice it to do it otherwise you will lose tricks everybody knows that phenomena of losing tricks losing tricks happens because you simply don't practice them and you simply don't do them and you don't keep the right mentality in your head which is created by going out and doing more skateboarding. I also think the skateboard industry is guilty of perpetuating another myth, which is that you're missing out on something. Because it, again, it has, to, it has to perpetuate that myth of you're missing out on something. Otherwise, why would you buy their brand? You're missing out on something. You're missing out on being cool. You're missing out on being accepted you're missing out on being accepted as one of the cool kids unless you buy this brand because look at how cool our pros are look at how cool this video edit is look at how much fun our team are having on this demo Let, let's not look at the idea that we ask the team to skate every single day for two weeks on the trot and travel around at night time and sleep on hotel rooms because we can't afford to give them a bed each let's not look at that Let's just ignore that bit and let's just look at the bit where they're all having a laugh. Let's not look at the bit where it took them two hours to where it took one of them two hours to land one trick and he was having a really bad day and even though he's pro he was left wondering what the hell am I doing with my life and do I even want to do this until he did land the trick and then went yeah of course I want to do this this is great I love this. You know let's not let's not talk about that or look at that stuff in any way because that requires you to actually look into it in a little bit more detail. This, the seven second clip of him making the trick and perpetuating the amazing lifestyle he's living, that will make you think that you're missing out on something because you haven't bought this brand of board. So let's, let's just only show that. That's all that's important. So the skateboard industry is just as equally guilty of perpetuating images of perfection because it only shows you the tricks that the pros and the sponsors do make and it is just as equally guilty of perpetuating the myth of you're missing out on something and if you want a part of this thing that you think you're missing out on you need to buy our brand and you need to buy into our brand and you need to buy into the culture of skateboarding um, now why is that important? Why am I even talking about this? Why is it even? Why am I boring you with this? Because I believe that skateboarding, or what I what I perceived as skateboarding when I first started, skateboarding was a reaction to the mainstream. Skateboarding was this was a statement saying, "No, screw you, mainstream. We're not going to do what you tell us to do. We're not going to do it in the way you tell us to do it. We don't care about your rules and your regulations and your ideas about what we're supposed to be doing." We're skateboarders, we do things our own way, we're doing it our own way. We're interpreting the streets in our own way, we're turning what you think is just a normal set of stairs into a skatable object to give us to give us uh, uh, something to apply our art form to. That is the subject matter that we are interpreting to create a trick which is the, art, which is the artistic outcome. We are, we are performing this art form Without, rule, without major rules or regulations, without a coach, without, without a set of guidelines, without, without a standard that we have to achieve. We are doing it on our own. We are doing it for the fun of doing it on our own. 
and we're going to keep doing it and we're going to apply hard work to it and we're going to keep going it doing it when it's not fun and we're going to fall off and when it's not fun rolling around on the floor with blood coming out of our knees and elbows we're going to get up and we're going to keep doing it not because somebody tells us but because we're anti-mainstream and we're doing it for ourselves we're doing it independently we're doing it purely for ourselves so when I observe that uh, my beloved so-called free-thinking anti-mainstream skateboarding culture and industry well okay when when I when I perceive that the industry is impacting the culture and I'm perpetuating a lie about skateboarding then it's 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 uh, it's just an observable fact for me I'm lucky that I don't I don't buy into that you know I'm I'm at the skate park with a with a helmet and a set of knee pads on even though I'm trying to skate a rail because I value I value my knees and I value bouncing my head off concrete and not doing that and because I don't I don't have to fulfill anybody's archetype anybody's ideal about what skateboarding is I'm not sponsored so I don't have to I don't have a sponsor telling me stop sending in footage where you're wearing a helmet it's not cool it's not commercially successful, right? I don't know if sponsors say that outright, but the fact that there's only one pro skateboarder who regularly wears a helmet out of all the other pro skateboarders, that kind of tells me everything I need to know about, about how commercially successful it is to wear a helmet in skateboarding. If you, want to be, if you want to be a pro or get sponsored or be commercially successful, you clearly shouldn't be wearing a helmet, apparently. If you want to be safe and you want to like not worry about bouncing your head off concrete, then probably wear a helmet. You want the freedom to be able to knee slide out or something when it goes wrong, wear some knee pads. You want to get sponsored, mm, well, you could, you know, all those things are questionable. You'll have to watch what you're doing because will you get sponsored if you wear knee pads? Probably not. As, as 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 evidenced by the fact that I don't see any pros wearing knee pads unless they're vert riders. So, so where am I going with this? I'm going that I'm, I'm I'm talking about the idea that it's that that my that the beloved skateboarding that I that I that I observe and that I thought I was a part of and which I am a part of as a reaction to the mainstream is just as equally guilty of having a potential effect on the mental health and mental state of its participants as any of the other big corporations and capitalist and consumerist entities that exist and perpetuate ideas of perfection and ideas of you missing out on something to make you buy something. No skateboard brand goes buy our stuff or don't buy our stuff it ain't gonna make you cool whether you buy it or not uh, you're not missing out on anything by not buying our brand and actually skateboarding is really challenging and it's really hard so uh, it's up to you you know every skateboard brand says hey you want to be cool you want to be having a good time come and come and buy this brand which is ironic because because if skateboarding is supposed to be cool and it's supposed to be fun, I don't see a lot of people laughing down the skate park. I just don't see it. I see a lot of teenagers being super worried about 
whether what they're doing is the cool thing or not. Whether what they're doing is going to be, make them accepted by other people at the skate park. Rather than going, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. It doesn't don't really matter. Like, as long as I'm having fun. Um, you know, the amount of kids that I see desperately trying to do kit flips before they can barely even ollie high enough to do a kit flip. You know, a kit flip is going to require you to be able to pop your board in the air and flip it over and be up in the air long enough so that your feet don't come down and touch the floor first because you act, you know, pe- people's feet hit the floor first because they, they, they literally haven't got used to the idea of being up in the air that long enough. And if they did enough ollies and if they improved their ollies, their feet would be used to being up in the air long enough and there'd be, there'd be enough time for their board to flip and for them to land on it and they'd have the kit flip sorted. And when I try to, you know, give consented advice, I always try and ask, may I give some advice? And I'm open to somebody saying, no, you can't. No, I don't want you to. Then fine, okay, I won't give it. But when they say, yeah, 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 yeah what's your advice? And when I say, you need to just spend the next six months doing ollies, nothing but ollies, ollie up, ollie down, ollie over, ollie on, ollie off. Like, just ollie everything all the time until until you have developed that that feeling of being in the air. They all look at me like, oh no, I, I thought you were gonna give me some tips on how to land my ollie straight away. No, no I'm not, because you, uh, how I thought you were gonna give me some tips on how to land my kit flip straight away. No, because it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. You have to put hard work in and effort. This is what I mean about stop believing that skateboarding is just purely fun. Maybe it's fun, like after you've been doing it for five years and after you've worked really hard at it and developed your leg muscles and your skateboarding muscles and after you've developed your sense of balance and sense of timing and sense of um, hard work and persistence, then it could be fun because then you can take your foot off the gas if you want. And you can make a conscious decision whether or not you just want to cruise around and not push your ability level anymore or whether you want to push your ability level and develop in some ways. But at the very beginning of skateboarding, which is what every skateboard company is pushing their products at, by the way, because remember, you know, uh, there's, there's like a billion young skateboarders who have just started skateboarding but not that many older people because they, they filter out. It just filters out. People just stop doing skateboarding. So every skateboard company, whether you know it or not, is marketing their skateboards at young beginner skateboarders because they know that's where the market is. They know that. They just know that. These, these, none, of, none of these skateboard companies are just sort of like blindly going around doing whatever it is they're doing. Every single one of them has people who are doing market analysis as to uh, the age and the demographic and the and the socio-economic status of of their main users and the main users of skateboards are beginners there's a billion and one beginner skateboarders and then as people get older and better the numbers die down they just die down and it's a simple as a well-known industry fact so no skateboard company is promoting apart from the odd one or two who are sensibly trying to fill a niche uh, and that's mainly only here in the UK that I'm aware of no skateboard company 
is is trying to market their skateboards at anybody other than young beginners and hence why they're telling you it's fun nobody's saying nobody in the skateboard industry is saying oh jesus don't wow wow you want you want to buy this you want to buy this wooden toy that's gonna that's gonna that it's gonna be a lot of hard work for you to get good at it that's why the scooter craze took off because any old idiot can pick up a scooter and get on it and push it and roll around on it straight away you can't it's it's very hard or relatively hard to buy a skateboard and get out and be able to roll around a skate park straight away in it on it you can do that on a scooter you can't necessarily do that on a skateboard so um Now, I have no idea of what the answer is to this, and I don't even think there is an answer. I'm just saying that I, I'm just wondering, I'm just contemplating the idea of us not being delusional and being realistic about the idea that even our beloved skateboarding and skateboard industry perpetuates ideas of our. Uh, perpetuates the idea of perfection which makes you feel bad about yourself and how are you going to feel good about yourself you're going to buy another skateboard you're going to buy their skateboard because actually their skateboard will make you feel good about yourself because then you won't be missing out on something but if you don't buy that brand you're missing out on something you're missing out on being as cool as this pro or having as much fun as they're having on tour or being able to do the same tricks that this pro can do like it's it's, it's just bs it's total BS. Because weirdly, you know, they, they people talk about skateboarding being an art form, and yet everyone's trying to copy their favourite pro instead of develop their own style and do their own thing, which is purely what, surely, what an art form is about. Surely, an art form is about developing your own style and developing your own artistic outcome. And I know that's a challenge in skateboarding. Of course, it is because we. We, we, we do essentially have sort of a, a relatively limited amount of tricks but even though there you go see uh, and believe and I suffer from this and, and I'm aware of it. it it's if it's a if it's a fun art form then when people start doing other weird different stuff on a skateboard we get to see it for a little bit but it doesn't become a part of the established skateboarding culture it just it's like a little novelty like those Japanese guys and the crazy stuff they were doing like four, five, six years ago, however long it was. Like that became like a little novelty for a hot minute and then it disappeared and nobody really wanted to know about it because, well, it's kind of it's kind of fun, but it's not the right fun. It's not the right fun that we're dictating is fun, right? Skateboarding's fun as long as it's the fun that we're telling you it is. That's what the skateboard industry is saying skateboarding industry and that's what all that's what all the pros and sponsors are saying and are, and are encouraged to, to say because of course they're perpetuating the sales of skateboards that's that's entirely that's partly what they're there for um, even though a lot of them talk about when you off off camera or, or away from any recording equipment some of them talk about the idea that it's that you've got to work hard to be a pro. You've got to keep up with stuff. You've got to... Like, if you're not pumping out footage, then you're forgotten about. And even if even if people don't talk about that, it's really obvious that that's what happens. You know, how many pros come and go because they, they get an injury and they're out of the scene for so long 
that, that they just can't get back into it again. Um, they, they, they become irrelevant. They're not, they're not cool anymore. They're not, they're not relevant anymore. So, so they're, they're, they're off the scene. They're off the team. Uh, and they're done. So, I, I absolutely don't have an answer for this. I don't, I don't think there is an answer. I think it's just an observation that, like, don't be fooled. And if the chances are, I'm preaching to the converted, of course, because, as I, as I often say, I doubt anyone under 25 or 35 even is even listening to this because I'm not cool. I'm not an ex-pro. I'm not a current pro. Why would you listen to this? You haven't been told by Thrasher magazine or you haven't been told by anyone else that this is cool and you should listen to it. There's nothing, there's, I'm not giving you any, I'm not giving you any instructions on how to be cool. I'm asking questions that nobody wants to ask and nobody, certainly nobody wants an answer. I'm asking questions such as, why are we allowing the skateboard industry to perpetuate image of, images of perfection which just make people feel bad about themselves because they don't achieve those images. And they, and they never will do. And actually, they don't want you to. Because if you achieve that image of perfection, why would you buy their brand anymore? You just wouldn't. So they don't want you to achieve those images of perfection. They don't want you to achieve the same things as their pros. They want you constantly going, oh my God, I wish I was that good. Uh, because they, they want to say to you, well, you could be this good if you bought our product. That's the whole point. That is the whole point. And and for anyone who's saying, no, 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 it's not that, it's, it's, it's not like that. Of course it is, that's the whole point. That's why people advertise. That's why like advertisements are a big deal. That's why like getting an advertisement for a company is, is considered a big deal. You're just perpetuating industry, uh, industry requirements. Industry requirements, that's what it is, that's what and, and, and the skateboard media, uh, possibly me included, that's why I'm doing some more of these solo things. It's really clear to me, like I've said before, but I realised that I was perpetuating it as well, it's really clear to me that the only people apparently who are allowed an opinion in skateboarding are professional skateboarders. Professional skateboarders make up such a tiny small percentage of the community of skateboarding. Such a small percentage. They are not, they're not, they, and they don't even, they don't, they, they kind of, in a way, they kind of don't even support the industry because they don't, they're not buying boards. They do because they encourage people to buy boards, of course. But through the methodologies that I've just, I've just stipulated, they encourage people to buy boards by making it clear to you, you're missing out on something. And you can get that something, whatever it is you think it is, because we're not going to stipulate what it is you're missing out on. We're just, we're just going to like talk about this sort of like weird, non-describable thing. We're just going to make it clear through our adverts and through our videos and through our edits that there's this weird, non-describable, non-identifiable thing that you're missing out on. You're not here having a laugh with the team. You're not here doing these tricks. You're not here wearing the same cool clothes and riding the same cool skateboard. But you could be if you bought it from the brand. So get out to the shop, get on the internet, go and buy it. Um, and 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 so so weirdly, what really, in some respects, financially, what props up the skateboard industry is the millions and millions of beginner skateboarders who are desperate to be cool 
and desperate to have that thing that they think they're missing out on. And so, so does that mean we shouldn't have, so again, I don't have any art, I'm just, I'm just observing this. I'm just saying, and, and like I say, you know, if you, uh, if you're listening to this, there's a, there's a very strong chance you're already aware of this. You're already aware. It's, there you go. That's what it is. It's more, it's more of the weird sort of contradictions and hypocrisy of skateboarding, which doesn't make it a bad, it's just, it's just an observation. It's just an observation that skateboarding is totally and utterly fun. But weirdly, you have to put some hard work in before it becomes fun. And then, for it to remain fun, you have to put some hard work in to, to, uh, to maintain that level of ability of where you're at. Because it, it will go. Skateboarding is a skill that requires you to practice it and requires you to keep practicing it. Otherwise, you lose it as a skill. So you have to maintain it. Um, so, as I say, it requires work and effort. Uh, and for some people that is fun, and that's fair enough. For other people, it's hard work, and then there is some fun uh, as a result of that hard work. But still, the hard work is required first before you get to the fun. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I say, uh, I'm not even really asking a question because I, I, I certainly don't have any answer or any idea of what any answer could be. But I certainly am postulating an observation, which is that, as always, skateboarding is a bunch of contradictions and hypocrisy. Uh, you know, it's fun uh, and it's a good distraction, unless, ironically, you get really good and become pro or sponsored. And then you have, just as equally, a bunch of other responsibilities then to keep being good. To, turn, to, to keep providing footage for your sponsors or to turn up to competitions and do well. Um, skateboarding is fun, but it takes hard work to get to the point where it's fun. What does that mean? Who knows? I just thought I'd give you something to contemplate and to talk about or to think about or to switch off halfway. Um, right, I think that's 30 minutes of your life you'll never get back, so go skateboarding because really that's the most critical important bit of any of this that that we don't that you don't need a company to tell you what to do go out and skate do whatever you want and really who cares because no one really actually cares that's the real deal we think they do but they don't the companies don't really care as long as you bought a board what you do with it is entirely up to you whether or not you use it or how often you use it is entirely up to you really um yeah have fun hope everyone's safe and well and uh see you later bye